So my life is very different this week. You might even be able to hear my purring kitty on the microphone as she tries to scratch it. Uh, so I got a kitten this past week. It's a big time of change. And as I mentioned in the past two weeks, this shift into more of this pitta energy. So we start to bring a close to the summer season this month. And I'm going to talk much more about that in the monthly horoscope. But for today, this week, this weekly horoscope, we have a full moon on Wednesday, the, the second. On, I'm always in the northern hemisphere here. For those of you, there's a lot of people listening in Australia. Uh, but my dates are northern hemisphere. So, you know, to adjust a day ahead. But uh, on Wednesday, September 2nd is the full moon. And then Mercury goes into Virgo on the same day and stays there for three weeks or so. At the same time, uh, Sun is going into Virgo in, in just a couple weeks on the 17th. And this is an interesting time with this Mercury going into Virgo. It's exalted there. Really strong placement of Mercury, the planet of communication, the intellect, the buddhi, the intellect, the mind, the part of it, the intelligence of the mind that learns and uh, analyzes. And Virgo is uh, what it rules. Uh, Mercury rules the sign of Virgo which is depicted as a woman bringing Ayurvedic herbs and medicine, a healer, uh, somebody who works well with their hands, somebody who's very good at finding the details and the missing pieces and analyzing what's happening here, what needs to be adjusted. Also very good in business. So this all says the full moon. It's time of completion, a time of review, a time of looking back at what's worked, what hasn't worked over the past couple of weeks. But really, over the last 18 months, because this Rahu and Ketu transit is an 18-month cycle, and it's about to move, and basically this shift this Wednesday with full moon and Mercury in Virgo, that's all just the transition right into this new transit of Rahu and Ketu, which is an 18-month cycle. So look back. What were you doing in March 2019? I actually just went back through my notes I use the notes app in iOS. So I just saw that I was transitioning into doing more one-on-one -on -one work, more uh, individual work, more private clients, more readings, as opposed to before I was teaching more of the public yoga classes. And I felt like it was time to start to transition into that. I moved uh, right when that period started at the end of March. And now as I feel like I've really settled into my home, I feel like this cycle has come a long way from that point of moving to now, like I really feel this strong sense of home and uh, having a cat for the first time, which she's playing with her toy right now. So I think the audio uh, won't pick that up, but uh, <clears throat> I haven't had a cat in years and I actually grew up with cats. I love cats. It's something that feels very much like home to me, like nesting, like creating a space that I love to be in and nurturing and recharging. And I, I've actually moved a lot throughout my life. So this uh, having a cat is uh, sort of this returning to stability for me and returning to my foundation as Rahu is going to move into Taurus, where Taurus, of course, is all about stability and foundation, which I'll talk about more of this in the monthly horoscope. But Rahu has been in Gemini, which is all about business and the quick thinking mind and all these Gemini qualities as similar with the Mercury qualities, as I mentioned. And uh, Ketu has been in Sagittarius, really bringing a spiritualizing quality to our beliefs, our ideals, our visions, our teachers, and finding our true spiritual path, our spiritual truths. What do we really align with? 
right? So this past year and a half has been a cycle about that. And this week, right now, as we go into the full moon, is a great time to review that, of just doing some sort of journaling. I, I love journaling for me personally. Like I understand what I'm thinking much better when I write it down. Uh, maybe you like to type, maybe you like to write, maybe you just like to talk to somebody, talk to a friend about processing this past year and a half. And I, ideally, maybe you have a friend you can geek out with astrology about and say like, hey, you know, this uh, Rahu K2 cycle is happening. It's a big deal. And uh, let's talk about it. <laughs> let's let's process things a little bit. Uh, what have we learned in the past uh, 18 months, this past cycle? What are we grateful for? What have we learned? Who have we become? What's changed? And celebrating the fullness, the completion of that, the closure of that, as we are, as we started the last two weeks, moving into this new period of life. All right, it's going to be different for everybody. Depends on so many factors, but for sure, it's ignition, it's change, it's transformation, it's new beginnings. It's Mars and Aries, the Sun and Leo. Uh, Mercury was in Leo too, and it's still going to be there until Wednesday. But now this week, Mercury goes into Virgo. So. This is a great time where you can earn income and wealth through what you've learned and processing what you've learned. So for example, maybe you did a course a year ago on uh, growing your business or something to improve your education or your health or wellness, just something where you, you like, oh, that'd be interesting to learn more about that. And you didn't quite finish it. You didn't quite apply it all. This week, this next two and a half weeks really is a good time to go back and say, like, okay, what did I really learn? And kind of process it. And uh, I, for, for me personally, I like to always be learning and I take a lot of different courses and trainings. Uh, I'm always in some sort of training. And uh, th there have been, of course, there's things I'll get like halfway through. It's like, okay, and then something else comes up and don't quite finish it. So I like to personally uh, take notes and just go through the whole course, review it and take notes of like, okay, what did I learn in lesson one? What did I learn in lesson two? And this sort of really detailed, really Mercury and Virgo quality, right? I have a pretty strong Mercury in my chart. Uh, so maybe this all just sounds dreadful to you if your Mercury is not so dominant in your chart. But this period is the time to do it. And you can do it through any kind of communication, talking, writing, typing out. Uh, if you don't, you'll miss out on opportunities. You might get into the negative possible expressions of this energy of expecting too much, overthinking too much, trying to do too much at once. It's like, You've already put all this stuff on your plate, these things you wanted to learn about, and they're already there. But the negative expression of this is like, uh, yeah, but what else? What else do I need to know? What do I need to do? You got to overwhelm yourself and just try to do too much and think, oh, no, that's not right. That's, that's wrong. Being critical, being demanding of others, starting conflicts, arguing with others. Well, you said you're going to do that. I said this, blah, blah, blah. Right? It's just too much. The, the Mercury energy is very fast moving. And that Virgo energy is fault finding. That's one of the qualities of Virgo. It, it sees, okay, what needs to be improved here? Just like a doctor would, just like a healer. Where is the pain, right? You don't go to a healer uh, necessarily when everything's perfectly fine and they just give you a thumbs up and then you leave, right? It's, it's like, oh, I've had this issue, you know, this challenge. What do I do about it? And then the, the Virgo quality says, okay, I see the issue. I see what can be improved and here's how to heal it. Same thing for whatever's been going on around your own, uh, with Rahu and Gemini, your business, your communication, uh, any sort of travel that you do, like short distance travel, like if you've been 
uh, of course, the with the, everything else that's happened with the Saturn and Pluto and all that stuff, it's completely restricted a lot of short distance travel. Uh, but for you, if you're still doing that, if you're commuting, if you've got a car that's just sitting there and uh, you're not using it anymore because you don't need to go to work, you're all online, you know, maybe consider this is a good time to sell the car if that's something you want to do. Or uh, maybe if you've been wanting to bike to work or walk to work, get in more physical activity and steps. This is a good time for that as well. Any sort of organizing you want to do, this is a great time for that over the next couple of weeks. If you want to put in some shelves, uh, reorganize all your pantry, your your kitchen, your fridge, your closets, right? This is a good time for that being very detail-oriented. That detail-oriented fault-finding quality is going to come out some way or another, and it could be directed at yourself, your spouse, your family, your kids, or it could be directed at what could you learn from over the past year and a half, what can you improve and build upon from that? And where are the sort of opportunities that you might have missed? Of Like, oh, wow, I was working with this client a year ago and we stopped, we kind of drifted apart. Maybe I should reach out to them. Maybe they still want to work together. Uh, maybe there's some sort of design project you wanted to do in your home using this sort of interest in uh, creating nice things. Right? The Virgos likes things to be really nice and detailed and clean and organized polishing things if there's been some sort of stain on your uh, wood floor like my girlfriend's got these spots on her floor where a cat threw up and she's been wanting to fix that for months but uh, this next couple weeks is finally going to happen so she's got someone coming out uh, things like this little details right that matter and eventually she wants to sell that place so that's that's one of the details that you know oh we got messed up floors well, i don't know about this place you know so you want to make sure you get those details in order uh, but again you could become overly critical. And uh, this can also be a strong vata energy. Vata is the dosha of movement and change. And I was actually just at the gym this morning and watching uh, the exercise room. And my own vata was out of balance. Just watching, it's just they're moving so fast. It's just, wow. You know, it, it's good cardio. It's good for the heart and everything to move fast in some way. But when you're doing jumping from a push-up to this yoga pose to this jump and this backflip thing and all this complex stuff. It's just like you're gra grabbing weights randomly and moving those. and It's just like way too much activity. It's overwhelming, right? And that that is not an isolated incident, right? If you work out in that way, you're training your vata to be higher. You're and outside of the practice. You'll be more anxious, more worried. And this is a possible issue over these next three weeks of the vata getting higher. But thankfully, there's also the strong pizza right now. So stay in touch with that. Be active. Do your daily steps or whatever you do. Your exercise, your workouts, your yoga practice. Again, I'm hosting a challenge right now starting this week, uh, shortly after this post, quietmind.yoga slash challenge. If you want 20 minutes a day of yoga practice, I always make sure that it balances the doshas in every class. So you're not just uh, getting all bata deranged or pitta deranged, but balancing all three doshas out. So you want to watch that in your diet of if you start eating too much uh, fast uh, food sort of things like uncooked raw food, smoothies, juices, uh, just if you if you eat occasionally like that, fine. If if you have a dosha imbalance and that's helping you get back into balance, great. But if that's like your everyday all the time and you think that's the best diet, which I've I've had so many times where I'm like, okay, this is the best diet. 
and then I get stomach issues, bloating, indigestion, all sorts of ailments. It's like, okay, well, that's the best diet at a certain time for a certain person, uh, but then it becomes not optimal at a certain point when I need to change it up and balance things out. So, uh, and making sure you're getting some cooked foods, you know, balance their diet, of course, cooked vegetables, uh, as always, minimize processed foods, minimize sugars, minimize ex uh, added sugars, things like this. So uh, staying with a generally, aiming generally for a tridoshic diet for most of us, uh, but noticing over the next couple of weeks, if it's like, oh, I'll just grab the protein bar, or I'll just have the snack, or I'll just have the salad and the juice. And you do that too many times and it adds up. And this placement of Mercury in Virgo, while it's very positive and strong and very productive, uh, it can lead to too much of the Vata energy, too much nervous energy, di diarrhea, constipation, colon ailments, uh, light, low blood pressure, dizziness, uh, all these sorts of Vata ailments. So you want to watch out for that. Make sure you're eating some cooked foods and uh, some grounding foods. But of course, if you're on a raw diet and you feel that's 100% best for you, do what's best for you. But notice if you get in these imbalances, that's how you can balance it out, at least one possible way to explore. And of course, all of this advice is very general. I don't know your specific situation, so you can always schedule a reading with me if you do want to know more about that. Uh, but this will be the last week I'm taking readings for a while because I start my yoga teacher training next week, next Monday. There's still time to sign up if you're interested in that. It's a 108-day program at quietmind.yoga/ytt. And you can check it out there if you've been interested in yoga. If you don't think you want to teach, if you just want the practice to learn and have the experience, check it out. It's all online, self-paced, uh, well, sort of self-paced. You can re-watch the recordings anytime, but we meet every Monday and Thursday evening. Uh, but yoga and Ayurveda and Vedic astrology are the three sister sciences of the Vedas that I teach and practice. They are the life-changing wisdom. It's the thing that I was looking for for my uh, first 20 years of life. And then I found, thank God, and uh, it's been incredibly helpful and practical and useful for me. So I teach all three of them and all in depth, but primarily the yoga part in the yoga teacher training. So quietmind.yoga slash YTT if you want to check that out. But if you want to start really small and simple, if you're newer to yoga, quietmind.yoga slash challenge. Join the free challenge. It's a five-day practice. I'll be sharing tips and insights throughout the whole thing. And then come back here next week where we're talking about Mars going retrograde and Jupiter going direct. So this is, this month is very big. This is a very significant month astrologically. Big changes. If there's a big life change you've been wanting to do, this is why I put my yoga teacher training to start this month, right? I look at the astrology at the beginning of the year and plan out my events so I was like, okay, this month is a huge month of change. Anybody who wants to have a personal transformation and growth in their life, uh, this is the month to do it. So I'm going to provide an opportunity and experience to do it. So I highly encourage you, if you've been thinking about doing some sort of big training, some sort of uh, new routine, new practice, uh, review this Wednesday. If you haven't already, review the past nine, uh, 18 months and see what you've learned. See where what trajectory you've been on and where you want to go from here, process it and start to move forward with a lot more clarity of really what you want to create in the next 18 month cycle that starts in a couple weeks. We go into the fall equinox in a couple weeks. Saturn goes direct in a few weeks. Rahu and K2 move. That's huge. The nodes move. 
So this is a big month of transformation. I'll cover more in the monthly horoscope, but just know that this week, uh, celebrate the full moon on the Wednesday. Do some sort of little ritual, do the review, and uh, get into something like yoga teacher training, some sort of program, uh, meditation training you've been looking at, or some sort of uh, club or group, getting a kitten like I did. I think uh, it's a nice little personal transformation for me. Uh, something like this is a time for big change. And as always, you can sort of ride that wave or that wave can ride you and you can sort of resist the changes or you can go with the changes. And I always, of course, am in favor of going with the changes uh, because sometimes they'll just happen whether we want them to or not. So if you've been like in this space, this point of like struggle and conflict of like, should I stay or should I go? Uh, should I do this or that? Which direction am I going? You can't really make a wrong choice. Just trust your intuition and go with what feels right for you. And know that if it ultimately doesn't feel right after a while, you just learned a lesson, right? So you either make the right decision or you learn something. So you can always go back and, and try a new direction if this isn't working. And with astrology, we stay incredibly mindful. With yoga and meditation, we stay incredibly mindful and vigilant, as they say in the Upanishads. Once yoga is established, then one becomes vigilant because it can be lost at any moment. And that's what we do with our weekly check-ins on this podcast. So thank you for listening. Please leave a review in Apple Podcasts if you enjoy this. It really helps reach new people. And I really appreciate you for listening. Hope to see you over at the Yoga Challenge if you can join us. Quietmind.yoga slash challenge. And hope you have a great rest of your week.